Ten hacks of the house. We're here and we're um, ready to hack. So, Mike Keller, I understand that this is a vegan channel, but it's time for us to support a vegan artist <laughs> named Mike Keller. Mike Keller is also a an award-winning filmmaker, and the film he made is not vegan per se. Not at all, really, but it's not unvegan. It's just neutral. But it was made by a vegan. So um, yeah. why don't you promote your movie? You have three minutes, and then that's it, and it'll just shut off. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, so the movie is actually called Bitcoin Baby, and it will be playing on Friday, February 24th at the TCL Chinese Theater in Hollywood at 7.30 p.m. Uh, we're playing a film festival, and I think we're an uh, opening night, so that's kind of exciting. I mean, it's just generally exciting to see something you made over nights and weekends with a little camera be projected on a proper movie screen in a real theater. That's always fun. That's it? Oh, that's it? So what's the... So, uh, yeah, that's that's so, your pitch. Come on, Mike. No, no, no. Come on. Let's I, let's give oh, me something. Come was, on. I was pitching. Sorry. We're trying so, to get was... people. We're trying to get asses in the seats. Okay, relax, relax. <laughs> We're gonna get some asses in the seats. Apparently, um, the movie's about a pair of low life grifters, and they, um, you know, low life of... grifters. <laughs> yeah, low life grifters. Um, you know this charming couple who scam people for a living and they had a child you know they're young kids and they had a child and the child is um in the custody of child protective services <laughs> and so they see this mr flashy guy uh who who i guess made a lot of money in bitcoin so they believe um and he's kind of drunk and not very careful and so the lady comes up with this plan of conning him out of his Bitcoin so that they can like get this money so that they can appear like stable adults to Mike, child protective services to get Mike, their kid back. Mike, Mike, yes. Mike. They're not they don't they're not gonna have to see the movie. You're explaining the whole movie, man. No, Come I on. just explained the premise. I they, there's totally all these twists and turns that I did not explain. Okay. okay. Let me let me help you because you know I'm a carnival barker. I understand mm -hmm. what it's like to promote. Now, first of all, you say my blood, sweat, and tears went into this movie. All of my creative energy focused in. I wasn't focused in on vegan hacks. I was focused in on this movie. And it's, it's going to be premiere. Hold on. And it's going to be premiering at the world famous Chinese theater. Known for uh, Day of the Locust. I don't know. Ma known for many, many premieres on opening night of the film festival. What film festival is it? Uh, Golden State Film Festival. The Golden State Film Festival. Not tin, not pewter, but gold. <laughs> Thanks. I, I should just have you do this. <laughs> and what is the uh, day that it's going to be screening? Friday, February 24th, 7.30 p.m. Why did you decide to make a movie about Bitcoins and grifters? And wh why did, okay, what was the okay. subject matter uh, of interest to you? My inspiration was I had this very clever neighbor who, for the longest time, like I should have listened, <laughs> was singing the praises of Bitcoin. And uh, eventually he got quite rich and moved away. But the point is, he was very vocal about 
all the like you know bitcoin wealth he had and i thought to myself would this guy's like setting himself up for danger like every all you would have to do is like get the passwords out of him and then um take his coins so i i, I was kind of afraid for him but it kind of inspired me to create this like flashy character <laughs> this flashy character who wants to you know like this tech bro like wall street bro faker guy um and then uh i created i guess what i thought were some sympathetic <laughs> scammer types <laughs> who wanted to um you know get get his wealth so i i mean i don't want people to i mean this is not a hollywood movie this is a movie that's not been that, it, it was now now how many people were on the crew of the film <laughs> like up to two some some days it was just yeah don't don't expect uh james cameron uh this was made on nights and weekends the budget was like a few thousand dollars i was the cinematographer and the caterer and the sound person and all like everything I had uh, one to two helpers. Sometimes I had zero helpers. Like you were in a scene. Remember, that was fun. We had we filmed a scene with Jason in a pawn shop and there were no crew. It was just me with every all the equipment and two actors. I totally forgot that. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So you will see Jason in a stirring, a stirring scene, like an Academy caliber scene as a pawnbroker. Okay. Okay. Also, here's the thing. If you're not really into seeing movies... There is a bar in the theater, so you could like get your drink on and and watch the film partially impaired. It might be you might, more you know yeah, interesting it that might way. Make it better. Yeah, I, I think Jason will probably need a few drinks to get through it. And I haven't drank in like three months, so this that, this oh. might be a good opportunity to start drinking when I'm when watching your film up there because I haven't seen it. So again, yeah, I I cannot endorse it, but I endorse you as a human being. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Look, uh, the first time I met Jason um, was at a film festival in Toronto, and he um, had a Mai Tai. In, we were watching someone screening, but that really helped him get through it. It makes a very creative person. And also, you'll have an opportunity to meet Vegan Hacks Pod in person. So us, if, yeah. there's, if there's anyone out there who has nothing to do, what is it, February? Wait, what day is it? February 24th, Friday. February 7:30 p.m. Yeah, February 24th. Bitcoin Baby is the name of the film. It's 24th or 23rd? 24th, Friday the 24th, 7:30 p.m. There's going to be like a Baby. red carpet. There'll, you know, of you sorts. can get a picture of of uh, you know, vegan hacks. Uh, you can Or of the you, actors, they they'll probably be there. We can talk <laughs> about TikTok, I don't know. We talk about vegan stuff. And is there anything afterwards? Is it going to be some kind of party? Are you going to invite strangers into your house? What's what is going on? I'm still thinking through. I I don't know the answer to that. So you might be able to be uh, invited to if you show up. There might be some event or something that that you know. As long as I can't promise an event, I don't know about that. Oh come on, we'll we'll just you know we'll 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 do something. We'll do something in the you know in the lobby or something. Anyway, yeah. So Bitcoin baby. Friday, February 24th at the Chinese Theater, and it's at the Multiplex. It's not in the main big theater, but it's in the, I guess they have a sixplex, which yeah. is inside yeah. the- and In the mall, in that Hollywood and Highland Mall, I think. Yes, but it's a, a proper theater. It's, you know, and uh, they definitely, they have a bar to get your drink on so you can get through the mm-hmm. movies. 
and uh, and anyway, yeah. So that's it. Oh, so so yeah. So support Mike Keller. Okay, now uh, that was wow. That was exhausting, man. Oh, phew. <laughs> thank you for your uh, efforts. I could tell it really took a lot out of you. <laughs> I can't. I can't hardly breathe anymore. So, uh, do you want to talk about Burger Lords? Uh, yeah. So, are you're? I've never been there, but you said they were awesome, and you sang sang their praises, and now. Oh, okay. Yeah, lay it on me. Okay, so. There is this place called Burger Lords, and the owners of the of Burger Lords are people who have been in the restaurant business for many years. In fact, the father started this company called Oinkster, and Oinkster was a, definitely not a vegan place. Okay, there was like a a barbecue, you know, rib. In fact, it was on the Guy Fieri TV show, uh, you know, Dine-ins and Dives, and they have this location in Eagle Rock where they would just, you know, they, you know cow and all sorts of animals and stuff. And and so the family was, a, a, I mean, the family is a restaurant business family. And um, they had this concept, Burger Lords. And about three years ago when COVID started, Burger Lords went 100% vegan. PETA even gave them an award for going 100% vegan. Now, news has come out that Burger Lords is actually going to be adding meat to their menu. Is he going to revoke their award? I don't know. I don't know. If it's on the wall of the restaurant, they'll come and they'll pull it down and make a ceremony. I have no idea. Break it in half. But it, it actually kind of shows an interesting dilemma that someone, you know, I mean, you're in business and uh, I don't know, you know, I mean, Oinkster actually, which sells, you know, ribs and, you know, barbecue meat, they had a location in Hollywood, which went out of business and now is plant power. Hmm. So there's a, a, you know, a vegan connection. I mean, I, okay, so th- this is. But plant power isn't their business, right? It's just plant power took over. No, no, plant power took over that location. That location's kind of cursed. Good. It's been many different restaurants. It was a sushi bar, it was an Ital- Italian restaurant, and it was Oinkster for a short period of time. Plant power is a lot of fun. I just, it's a little expensive, but it's good. I think they brought the prices down a bit, but I mean, again, I, true, my yeah. heart goes out You're to right. them at that particular location, the one on Vine Street. Because it's no, they're going to break the curse. Okay, well, you know, I think I think that so, definitely, if you're going to break the curse, you should go vegan because it's it's a it's definitely a different thing. The location was cursed by the ghosts of all the animals. So anyway, I I just wanted to uh, read a little bit of this Eater article because it kind of I think paints a picture of I don't know maybe what's going on right now when it comes to I don't know people businesses you know trying to survive. And uh, I guess some of um, the situation with Burger Lords, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at this. I mean, obviously, I don't know if should we be disappointed? Should we be, be tr- feel betrayed? I've never been there, but I feel disappointed. Sure. Um, I mean, they've been definitely promoting a lot of vegan food and maybe getting people, you know, vegans excited. But then this is a definitely a major step back for this brand. So, so I guess the, the, the family's brand is also Oinkster. So they're basically kind of keeping Burger Lord's concept semi-vegan. I guess they're also selling like packs of, of their vegan meat. They make their own vegan meat there, you know, so that, so they, they, but it's Burger Lord's Oinkster. So they're kind of trying to get around the subject, but they're obviously going to be making 
you know, dairy and, and, and beef in the same kitchen as... Yeah, is there going to be cross-contamination or do they have separate burners or what? Okay, well, let, me, let me read this. This is kind of interesting. Okay, so this is from, e- this is from Eater. Chinatown Burger Restaurant. Okay, so they have two locations. One in Chinatown. Very cool locations. One in Chinatown in this really cool like kind of plaza that's sort of a very quintessentially L.A., beautifully um, adorned. They have neon. It's a really cool area. And they're in the main area there. They have a location in Chinatown, and they have a location in Highland Park. Go ahead. But wasn't that Chinatown in downtown Los Angeles actually designed by Hollywood production designers? So- yeah, yeah, but it's cool. So Chinatown Burger Restaurant brings back beef after finding vegan menu unsustainable. No. Our sales plummeted 50% after going th- vegan three years ago and still not recovered, says Burger Lord's Fred Guerrero. So, I, I mean, is it blaming vegan food or is it maybe blaming the way they position their business or I, I i mean i don't know what they would um you know gauge success or not success i mean i mean I'm, there are many successful vegan restaurants that find not serving beef a sustainable business model I wonder if the pricing changed also. You know, it's that, you know, that vegan tax is kind of a killer for omnivores because the, they'll just as soon not pay it. Whereas we're a captive audience and we pay it. I looked at their menu. I mean, I think that the vegan burger was like a dollar more. I mean, they make their mm-hmm. food in house too. It's not that they're relying on, um, you know, some kind of brand where they have to pay, you know, extra money. Um, and then I think they're charging another 99 cents for vegan cheese or something. Anyway, Burger Lords in China, Chinatown, the California cool walk-up burger restaurant that went fully vegan three years ago and won that PETA award that will be revoked, is once again planning to offer meat and dairy. The shift, a boom for some and a loss for those who eschew beef and dairy comes as part as a larger restructuring of the restaurant with Eagle Rock's The Oinkster joining up with Burger Lord's Chinatown to offer a new hybrid menu to hit items from both restaurants. Three years ago, when I decided to turn Burger Lord's into an all-vegan restaurant, our sales plummeted by 50%. I mean, obviously, you're going through a change, but hopefully you build an audience, too, from the, from, from the, the loss says Fred Guerrero, who founded Burger Lords in Chinatown with his brother Max Guerrero in 2015. So they were out, they were in business for five years before they decided to turn 100% vegan. We had hoped that over time we would gain some of that back, but it never came. So instead, the younger Guerrero will now merge his Chinatown menu with the Oinkster, the popular meat-friendly restaurant on Colorado Boulevard, that his father, Andre Guerrero, founded in 2006. Marrying the two will hopefully make the Burger Lards Chinatown a financially viable restaurant, says the younger Guerrero. It's no longer sustainable for us to operate at a 100% vegan restaurant. Maybe people go to the restaurant and then they find out they're vegan burgers and they walk away. Maybe because that location is so um, public, there's so much transom. There's so many people walking by. They feel like they're 
losing customers that are walking by. Uh, what I would like to know is, you know, until recently, the trend has always been more and more veganism. Has veganism lost ground over the last year or so? Because, uh, you know, all these companies are kind of taking it. It could just be the recession uh, and it could be the pricing. But uh, all these companies are kind of taking a step back on um, on vegan options. You know, the, the non-vegan companies, the fast food companies. And then beyond that, there are all these articles saying like so-and-so celebrity used to be vegan and decided not to be. And, uh, you know, is this... It's it's depressing. I think it ebbs and flows. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, like everything ebbs and flows. You know, celebrities say that they are no longer vegan, and then the new celebrity says they're vegan. I mean, in right, some ways, right. it's a PR move. I mean, I mean, you have to you have to also wonder now. This whole Burger Lords thing was it a PR move for them to go vegan or a I'm vi- sure viable it business was choice? But then it didn't catch on, and so they couldn't keep it going. So anyway, they also talk about the Highland Park location in this article. Uh, There's a lot of transition for the Guerrero family. And keen-eyed Chinatown locals have likely been aware of some upcoming changes for a while now. Burger Lords in Highland Park, meanwhile, will remain 100% vegan, in quotes, for the time being. Or as long as it remains financially possible to do so. Maybe it's just the demographics of these two areas. I don't know. Like the dietary demographics. I'm not sure. Well, I I think that there's a lot of people walking by in that area, like people that just show up, you know, because it's kind Mm -hmm. of a tourist area. Highland Park is like known as this like gentrifying hipster type place. So maybe they they have enough vegans to wing it. I I don't know. Regardless of that, what do we do now? What what do we now as as a vegan influencer, I'll I'll think twice about promoting Burger Lords personally. I would imagine you wouldn't sing their praises to the same extent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I'm in a situation where I'm happy that there's a place that has a vegan option that people can get to that's accessible. I do think, though, that there are many vegan businesses that are very successful. It also depends on what the metric of success is. You know, I don't. I. I mean, I don't. I'm not reading their books. I don't know what their situation is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't know to what extent this is. I mean, I. I don't know. I don't know what to. T- <laughs> I'm at a loss. I just took uh, a Jeff to uh, for lunch at uh, this wonderful Thai place called Hope, which is mm-hmm. in Studio City. You know, you have and you've converted him from a vegan. Yes, hero. we have Monty's, we have plant powered, where the vegan or veggie grill, where the vegan model actually works. So I, I don't know what their situation is, where they really feel that they need to put beef on the menu in order to have a have a viable business. Or, you know, or maybe they just figured that it's a viable business, but it could be a really profitable business if they have both, which, you know, it's probably maybe they just need to say, look, look, we suck at running restaurants. Uh, You know, that's our problem. We're not going to blame the vegans. We're not going to blame vegan meat. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying you it's just, like, you, it's I like mean, it's, 10 minutes ago, you said they're great at running restaurants. I, I you know what? I'm going back and forth. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying like, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm searching for a reason. I think that saying that, well, uh, that, again, that they went vegan have, and then, and then they right. lost 50% of their business and it never came back. I feel is very, is kind of, is a disingenuous argument. 
There well, must be other the, reasons why they're having trouble that's, that, that has nothing to do with vegan burgers. It could have something to do with vegan burgers. Look, if you're not doing this from, uh, what do you call it? Uh, this is like what we discussed like a you know last episode and the one before. If you don't have an ethical reason to do something, it's a lot more flexible. You can go back and forth. It doesn't really matter. You know, like it, it, and to, if they have another oinks, you know, this oink place, chances are they they were doing it as a you know as a business move, and so they don't have a burning internal reason for it to only be vegan. And if the numbers crunch the other way, they're gonna do it the other way. Yeah, I mean, if you have a vegan business and you're an ethical vegan, you're just going to make it work. <laughs> right, you know? either make it work or you go out of business, but uh that, you know, they're doing that it was just, that wasn't their intent, right? Like the fact that they have this other restaurant shows like it was just let's try it, see what happens. Maybe it'll uh it'll pencil out and maybe it won't. Yes, Mike Keller. So, uh when's the big party for your uh, screening? Are you going to invite all the listeners? I don't know. I haven't thought through. Like, I don't know if I'm having a party. Oh, you gotta have to party. Come on, man. Gotta have a party. Yeah, okay, it's a reward. They get they sat through your movie. Come on, that's man. That's true. That's true. I'll I'll think it through. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll, are there any stars that are going to be there? Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, the actors in the movie will be there. Are they famous? Um. Oh, you know, uh, Sierra Nowak, who is this the, the female lead is going to be in the upcoming movie Oak, which is a horror movie, which I believe is going to get theatrical release. So she'll be famous soon. And the others, you know, the other actors will be famous soon as well. But but I just pointed to that specific. You should hold the movie back and then wait till the film gets released and then you can capitalize on her fame. Yeah, I'll hold back distribution until I can ride her coattails. 